The Press Start Podcast is brought to you by the awe-inspiring live-action series Halo, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Brody. Hello. And James. Hello. Brody, I saw on Twitter this week that you bought yourself one of the Xbox fridges. Uh, tell me, is this going straight to the gaming room? Uh, yes, it'll go into my uh, little office that I still haven't finished painting and getting the floorboards put in on. But, uh, you know, it gives me a ticking clock now. I've got until August to get this shit done. There'll be an Xbox fridge in it. Yeah, there'll be an Xbox fridge in the corner with a bit of Dr. Pepper in it, and that'll be it. Oh, okay. Keeping it sucked with Dr. Pepper. I think so. I must admit, like, I don't know much about the fridge. Like, is it, is it, like, what is the capacity of, like, how big is it? 12 cans, I believe. Yeah. Oh, like a can, just a can's fridge. And so it's it's really in the door, apparently. I suppose you could put bottles in it, like, yeah. There's there's been a lot of conjecture around this fridge and if it's actually (laughs) any good, because there are a few, apparently, that it's not, but... We'll and see. <laughs> is it actually cold is that <laughs> well i think that's the thing apparently in like wa it'd be useless because it only refrigerates like 15 degrees cooler than the temperature in your state or something i don't know oh, oh. really what do you mean it just like it doesn't refrigerate to a temperature specific? well yeah because it can only do 15 degrees cooler than the room temperature are not- you saying that western australia is typically right. much hotter than everywhere else is that true well yeah i, I feel like that's, that's a I good statement is it not like is that a way to stereotype i think shannon <laughs> wow no. okay it's I a think- stereotype <laughs> of fact like a- <laughs> it'll be a good winter fridge then is that what exactly you're yeah it'll actually warm your food up in western australia <laughs> Doubles a as a microwave, unreal. For you. This podcast <laughs> brought to you by the uh, new Xbox fridge, uh, yeah. available now at <laughs> Tourism WA. Well, Brody, when it, when it does eventually arrive, I expect an in-depth review about the quality of this fridge. Oh, it sounds I, like I might I have to, yeah. that's, a, that's on the horizon, right? Are we going to review a fridge on the website? Is that a thing? Yeah, Brady will One. review anything. He can he can write something up for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do anything. <laughs> but we're going to get more about what Brody's written up later in the show. But for now, let's talk about Nintendo Switch Sports with Shannon. You were lucky enough to play um, earlier this week, I think it was. Lucky to go enough hands-on with the game ahead of release. It is, of course, the long-awaited successor to Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. What can you tell us about the game? Yes, I played an hour of it. I got enough time to play, like, once through every sport and a few of the, like, soccer modes. And, yeah, it's it's an interesting one because it it feels very familiar. It's more like Wii Sports than Wii Sports Resort, which I think is is a good thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've, they've done some smart upgrades like bowling. You can now bowl in split screen at the same time if you've got two controllers and like tennis feels Ooh. similar, but a little bit more advanced using the, the Joy-Con sensors and stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm keen for it. I still think uh, the hard thing is it didn't get to test the online. And I think, yeah, uh, well, that'll be where this game lives or dies outside of like your standard family scenario. So I hope they've done some stuff there and that, i think they have is that something you can see a lot of people doing like playing this online well, together i feel like it, it's always in my mind being more about like the social i, I think occasions. yeah first and foremost it'll be that but then it seems like they're doing some cool stuff with like pro leagues and like there's actually like rocket league oh. like you, you go up ranks and and stuff so like for me i would love to 
play tennis against the best in the world, as we all know. That's yeah. where my video game. <laughs> Everyone pales in comparison to yourself, Shannon. I don't but know. Yeah, I, I think again, though, but like that looks good on paper. We all know Nintendo can be like hit and miss with online. And I think it'd be better mm. with like voice chat and stuff, which the Switch doesn't really have. So I think you will miss out on that big component of it. But yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun for families. Like it was a heap of fun. Obviously, still some of the sports are better than others and there's no golf. But yeah, I, I think... I could see absolutely anybody picking up a, a Joy-Con controller and having a good time with this just like they did in 2002 or four or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I can't believe it was that long ago already. I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know if it was that long ago. <laughs> 2006, It's still a while maybe. ago. It's been like 15 years, and I think that's long enough now that even people that played the shit out of it back then will enjoy it again now. Yeah, 100%. And obviously, there's some uh, some new um, sports included in there as well, which I'm kind of getting my hands on. Yeah. Um, Brody, Wii Sports was famously a very successful game, um, I guess in no small part because it was bundled in with the Wii console back in the day. Do you see this game achieving the same level of success? Like, Do you think the interest in, in a game like this would be as high um, today as it was back then? Um, I think, like, for me in particular, I think it's going to be very nostalgia-driven, like, the fact that I did enjoy mm. Wii Sports as much as I did, but I think because it's not boxed in with the console, um, like, every console that you'll buy, um, I think that won't, uh, see it resonate in the same way, but, um, I think, yeah. I think they're probably likely to put out, like, a holiday skew or something that has this game bundled in, but, mm. um, I can't see it selling, like, what did Wii Sports sell? It sold, like, over 100 million copies or something like that, something stupid like that. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, yeah. Just, just by default. So, um, like, you didn't see Connect Adventures doing that sort of stuff, unfortunately. But, well, maybe it's probably good that that didn't happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty keen for this. Um, I've got it pre-ordered. It's one of the rare uh, Switch games I've actually pre-ordered. So, definitely keen to give it a go. I think yeah. it's something that Katie might uh, gravitate to. Cause, uh, I must admit, I, can... I did just see the bargain guide sitting on the site and hit the link to, yeah. to order it off Amazon there, so I might have to do this as well. I, I honestly think, like, even if you buy it and play it, like, for four or five hours over Christmas Day, like, you've got your money's worth mm. there, yeah. to be honest. Um, it, is, it, the... is there, like, a fitness element to this as well? Like, or not really? I don't think I mean, It's so. not like a like, ring fit adventure sort of thing. Nah, and, like, it's always been, like, you could sit down and play tennis and just swing <laughs> yeah, your arms, yeah. and that's still the case. And, like, bowl. Like, I don't think there's... You'd really... I'm sure it's better than sitting down and playing a game, but yeah, I don't think I wouldn't rely on this for your weight loss journey. Damn With you, <laughs> you, you made you made um, a bit of a comparison to Rocket League as far as like one of the games goes. Does the game do anything in terms of like um, like I don't know? Do you use your me still as like your character and stuff? And is there more options to like unlock? clothes and like shit like that yeah so. so again like we only had a little bit of time with that but basically you can there's me's like which you can still curate from like the me creator or pull it in but then there's new characters and i think customization is where they're expecting a lot of the longevity of this game to come from i think there's like mm. challenges that they're going to put in weekly and and that kind of thing and i i think even though it is tied to cosmetics and not unlocking new sports or anything i think that is what this game needs to get people to come back to it because we sports just had nothing like that mm. so yeah there is that that element of it i still think the Wii's looked a lot better in Wii sports than the, the new characters in this but i'll reserve <laughs> my judgment until launch but yeah soccer i should touch on that i wasn't expecting anything to have the depth that that soccer does like you've got free motion oh. You can kick around like it is very much like Rocket League as soccer, which I know is ironic to say because Rocket League is essentially like soccer with cars. But this is like 
the reverse of that. I guess it's soccer with a big... It's Rocket League with people and a ball. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. But it's like kind of stylized in a similar sort of way. Yeah, and the the camera angle is like, it's behind you and you're you're very much trying to get this big ball into the goals. We're always trying to get those big balls into the goals, Shannon. Um, James, the game is coming up rather (laughs) soon before the end of the month, actually. It's it's releasing April 29th real soon. Um, Are you excited for this release? And more broadly, like, how do you see this kind of year shaping up for Nintendo, seeing as this is kind of one of the bigger kind of releases, I feel, of the year? Um, I'm buying it. I don't know if I'm excited for it as much as anyone else is. Um, you and I get a group of people over now. We just play like Mario Party or Smash Bros. But yeah, um, I think it'll be good to shake it up a little bit. Um, I also like how much smaller the Joy Cons are, so I think it will probably I don't know just feel a bit better than mm. say big chunky ass Wii remotes. Um, in terms of Nintendo, like who knows? I literally don't know. Like I I was thinking about this last week. Um, because this is their last big release, right? Um, yeah. Well, I, I I, with like oh, Breath of the Wild Advanced, kind of shifting out and Advance Wars, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is coming out for one person. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that after this, we'll just see more core offerings, like a lot more Zelda, some kind of remaster or something. You know, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if like how how far they'll go in terms of expanding this. Um, because they're adding golf, yeah, like later on with an update. Um, I wonder if they'll keep adding sports or like do like a Switch Sports Resort as well. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it I could see maybe expansion pass, them adding some stuff with that and some deals. It's so weird. Oh, yeah, like, true. I, yeah. But in saying that, they still haven't done anything for either Mario Party game, so you can't bank on that, I feel. Yeah. It is odd that they have like the soccer mode in there when Mario Strikers isn't too far away. Um and even like golf, you know, they've they've got plenty of other golf games too. So it's funny that like they, they? think to add those. Do they have? I don't think there is. An, oh yeah, there is Mario Golf. Hey, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And tennis. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, it is badminton. Is badminton like the same as tennis, basically, or is there anything really different? Uh, it badminton more uses like direction of your swing. Where tennis is still about timing, and obviously badminton is more like fast paced. Like, really, you just have to be quick and, and slap it back. I think badminton would be one of those ones you play a few times and, and that's it. Same with, like, volleyball. Like, it's it's fun for a few times, but I can't see you playing that with friends over and over again, like tennis and bowling mm. and soccer still. And that's the what, struggle, I think. What about Chambara, which is, yeah, like, the sword-wielding one? Hate it? Ugh. It's just, like, waggle, waggle. Like, you just literally, the person that swings fastest just knocks the other person I don't know, it might be fun. You've done, like, three of the six sports. They're all fun. It's like boxing. Like, boxing, I remember being fun, but, like, you never... Was never the the first two or three that you brought up. I'm disappointed it's not in there. No comment. Well, you're the weird one, Because it's the same. It's literally just, like, waggling your hands. Maybe now Ewan, as a 25-year-old, wouldn't like bowling, but maybe Ewan, as a 10-year-old, loved it because it was just simple... Ma- just yeah. flailing your Maybe arms I everywhere. Maybe there was like much more nuance to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <time>. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, James, I want to come back your way now and quiz you about Kingdom Hearts 4, seeing as it was announced this week. Um, I think you're perhaps the most familiar with the series out of the four of us, but I might well be wrong on that. But tell me, what are your excitement levels for this game and this announcement? 
I actually hate Kingdom Hearts, but oh, um, really? <laughs> I think like are we all in the same camp? Then are we all just like not big Kingdom Hearts fans? Yeah, I don't want to be like rude, but it's like three was not good. Like I did not enjoy it at all, and um, I loved the first two, and I was one. And now I'm thinking to myself, was that just because I was like seven? Like I don't, I don't know if that you didn't appreciate the nuance of it, James. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the plot in three was just dreadful. Like I, I don't know where they're going, and I'm really surprised they're making another one. Um, the thing that interests me most about this, though, is like how it looks. Like it looks so different um, mm. visually to the other ones. Um, I just would love them to go back to a little bit more of the cooler Disney stuff. That I feel like that's what they really lost with three. Um, what What are some of the cooler Disney stuff? Like the old shit, the Lion like, King and whatever oh, else. Right, yeah, right. Lion King, like Aladdin. I don't know that they they redid a lot of that, um, like multiple times throughout games. So people were probably like, we want new stuff, but like I don't know, it just didn't hit the same with like Frozen and shit in. Kingdom Hearts 3, in my How opinion. How dare you besmirch our Lord and Saviour, Elsa? <laughs> yeah, okay. <Who's- laughs> what about the Star Wars... I'm sorry if this is in your future notes, you want bet the Star Wars tie-in. Did anyone I, see that? Yeah, I was going to say... Um, that's an interesting rumour. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I guess it is Disney now, so it could happen. Um, it would make sense... Yeah. It'd probably make more <laughs> sense than a lot of what's happened in Kingdom Hearts, to be honest. Have yeah, Marvel, like Marvel's Avengers in there. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That, to me, yeah, Star yeah. Wars and Marvel just feel completely different to they what They could literally Kingdom put Hearts. anything in Kingdom Hearts at this stage. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Simpsons X-Men. could rock up. I, I saw, like, an article oh, that true. said that they could put Malcolm in the middle in there. <laughs> <they wanted to. laughs> wow, okay. Maybe if they get desperate. Like, they, could put the, 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 they could put The Simpsons in there, couldn't they? Yeah, The Simpsons would be cool. Shannon, this is, uh, in the first inf- official information about the game that's come out, it suggests that it's beginning a new storyline. For what's, like, infamously a rather convoluted story, does that excite you in any capacity? Like, do you hope that this is kind of a fresh jumping-in point for people as such as myself that's never played a Kingdom Hearts game has kind of always been daunted at the prospect of playing one? Yeah, I- I'm the same. Like, I have always wanted to play Kingdom Hearts because it looks like my type of game and obviously I love a lot of the older Disney stuff but yeah. I've heard that 1 and 2 don't really hold up that well and I didn't want to really start oh no I disagree I reckon you could still play 1 and 2 with no problem alright well I'll try that but no, to answer I'm, no no, no help with what you heard <laughs> yeah, unquote, um, I'll try that yeah but I think surely that's why a lot of people didn't want to jump in with 3 even though it did appeal to them like because the, apparently you do need to really pay attention to the story like either watch a five hour video or play through five different games on different platforms but yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah re- resetting everything will be good i don't yeah the, it looks good graphically i think someone was telling me that like there is a worry with unreal engine 5 that we're sort of a lot more games are moving to unreal engine that we're gonna see games sort of look a lot more similar than we ever have before and i don't know if that's a good thing or not but anyway that's probably a different conversation for another day yeah i, I mean I'm to be fair like 
uh, Kingdom Hearts three was Unreal Engine two, like uh, three. Um, well, it was Unreal Engine four. Yeah. Like I think. <laughs> I think <that> <laughs> Unreal Engine something. As no, I meant, well. no, I meant two as, as in well. like T O O. And then you said was, three for some reason. It was just funny watching you mentally realize. Because then I was talking about Kingdom Hearts three, and so I was like three, that. and then I was like, <laughs> we're recording this in the morning for a change. Let's just kind of get Friday. Some slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I still think it'll put people off knowing it's Kingdom Hearts 4. Like, I still think that's going to be enough to... Yeah. And I think you have to have some knowledge of everything, especially there's if there's, like, less Disney worlds. Like, that means you even have to have more care about the core characters. Yeah, yeah. in the trailer, there's, like... I mean, they might not be, but there's definitely, like, a cl- like visual tiebacks to, like, the f- original three games. So, like, mm. I feel like mm. it'll be a new story, but it's still going to be some elements and to james's point like they did i read an interview and they did sort of acknowledge that a lot of people didn't like things about three and things that were removed from one and two so i think they've definitely heard that feedback and are trying to make four a better game which is good what about yourself brody is this something you're excited for at all were you gonna say something james I, I don't. No, you say what you're excited for. You say something positive to balance. Me out. I've got nothing. I'm sorry. I'm uh, like I don't That's know. A big Disney I, I, fan himself. I, I I do like Disney a lot. I, I don't love Final Fantasy, but um, I think my issue is that I just, it's just been too long. Like it's I've tried to play Kingdom Hearts one, two or three times. I think I get a little bit further each time, but I just ultimately just keep falling off it. So I just can't see myself playing through like you know one, two, three, uh, fucking six and a half nocturne chronicles or whatever the fuck they're all called i don't know so nocturne chronicles what the i don't, I don't know it sounds, it, sounds good. it, it like sounds it. like it could be yeah. a thing so the fact that someone might think that that's a kingdom hearts title says it all um yeah. i don't know I, I think it's i've just missed the boat as far as kingdom hearts goes and, and that's okay that's okay yeah I'm, it's I'm pretty like nocturne it, chronicles to see it feels quite been. monumental like i think to have to play everything up to this point like all the spin-offs and shit and people are like you don't have to but like you really do like they yeah. put so much important lore in each of those games i kind of um, wish it was just like a final fantasy situation where they did just restart everything like totally with characters and everything every think, once in a while yeah. like that's what i was about to say regarding final fantasy is like i i also can't help but feel I'm like square enix is like has the next bit of remake seven remake to make they've got you know 16 to make and then yeah. now fucking this like just pick just focus on like your main line maybe first and then like, I just feel like they're just spreading themselves too thin again there's rumours mm. that they're actually working on that Final Fantasy 9 remake as well well yeah from the NVIDIA League which would be mm. great like let's we can maybe put all our thoughts and efforts into that because that's the best <laughs> one um, you know what like, forget everything I've just said yeah, yeah <laughs> I was actually wrong um, yeah. <laughs> yeah add a fourth project who cares <laughs> nah but like um do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's so early. Yeah. Like, and I, I think this will take. I think this will come out like after Final Fantasy sixteen too. So like, surely that's going to be like near done at this point. Why? Uh, I guess you could never. I, I don't know because they just gave the impression it was coming out like last year. Or the year of like I don't. I know. just think of, I just keep coming back to Seven Remake like Part Two. Like I feel like they surely mm. get the ball rolling on that. Like. You left a lot this of people decade. hanging. And the yeah. best stuff, you haven't even... You hasn't even experienced the best stuff yet, you know? And I'm all in now. Like, the 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 remake won me over. 
all in. He now says. I want more. With one maybe game. by the time it eventuates, I'll be I won't be so excited about it. I guess you like, have like fifteen other Final Fantasy games you could play in the meantime. But it's you true. Yeah, That's, I guess I've played Final Fantasy fifteen as well. Played a couple. You. I've got fourteen <laughs> others to play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> This episode of the Pressed Up Podcast is brought to you by the original live-action series Halo, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. In case you missed it, the show is based on the epic game series we know and love, following Master Chief defending humanity from the Covenant whilst unlocking dark secrets from his past. Episode 4 is available to stream now, and James, it's been a moment since we checked in with you on how you're enjoying the show so far. I'm so to see this episode personally weighing in more about the rings and, and the halos, um, with them being much more overtly called out this episode. But since we last spoke, what have you been enjoying about the show? I think, like, I just would like to say that I've learned more about the Halo story and lore, I think, mm. from this show than the games, which is, like, probably on me, like, 100%. But I don't know. The way that this is all delivered is much more engaging. Um, I like the I, I like that they've done some new... Like I said, I think I said last time, I like that they've done new stuff, like with Kai. I think having, like, a new unique character rather than just shoving in someone else um, as, like, a remember this kind of reference is quite a good touch. Um, yeah. Brody, the plot thickened quite a bit this week as well with kind of multiple subplots branching out and opening up, and I think we saw, like, much more of the kind of character dynamics playing out too. Um, which are you kind of enjoying the most? Like, which characters do you like seeing the relationships sort of play out or any of the subplots calling out to you? Yeah, when this um when we saw the first episode, I thought the show was going to go in like, you know, that Mandalorian style tra- yeah. trajectory with uh Master Chief and Quan, but it's actually gone the other way. It's uh he's obviously gone with his uh his old mate Soren uh from the Spartan Academy and uh them to uh Soren and Quan have sort of gone off on their own like sort of little journey which um you know, they're a bit passive aggressive with each other, which makes it a bit fun, but I think they're sort of developing a bit of an interesting relationship. But I think going forward, my favorite relationship might be the one that's burgeoning between uh, Kai and Miranda Keys. Um, mm. I think there's a lot of um, interesting things they could do there, especially like that. L- I don't know. I won't, I won't call out any lines in particular or anything. I don't want to ruin anything, but there's a, a, an interesting scene at the end of the episode uh, in episode four, which uh, makes me think that they could do some cool stuff. Yeah, and I like how they're kind of playing into the idea of, like, the Spartans kind of very much being these children to Halsey, and um, the relationship they then have with her actual offspring, too, is, like, yeah, it's quite fascinating. Um, Shannon, there are another five episodes of this season. Where do you hope to see the show go here on out? Um, Yeah, it feels like we're definitely getting into the meat of it with this episode. But I think as we were talking about beforehand, I I do hope we see a little bit more combat. Um, Yeah. Because, yeah, that's probably the one thing. I think, like James said, like we're learning a lot more about the Halo universe than we have from the games. But I think, yeah, everyone probably expects a little more combat. And whilst we're happy that it's gone in the story direction so far. Yeah, more combat and more Master Chief, but please. You can, you can, yeah, you can just ignore the looks Brady's giving you. Don't let him distract he just, you. He said yeah. combat weird, like, twice. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm really looking combat. forward to Like, the series starts <laughs> so strong with that, like, epic 20-minute yeah, action sequence. That, that's like, still the highlight It'd be really cool to see more of that. And I trust that that's coming. Like, I feel like... Um, there's been a lot of setup over the last a couple of episodes and getting to know these characters more and understand the world that they're in. But I feel like that's kind of really build up towards kind of 
a rather dramatic conclusion to the series. At least, yeah, that's uh, that's that's my speculation. And we're getting a second season already, right? We know that, so there's obviously yeah, yeah. time for them to do anything and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, make sure you do go over to Paramount Plus, check it all out. The first four episodes are available to stream now. New ones added weekly, and got a whole more season to enjoy. But for now, let's talk about Sony investing in Epic Games. The $1 billion investment coincides with LEGO investing the same, uh, with both parties interested in creating, quote, new social entertainment, exploring the connection between digital and physical worlds. Shannon, I might come back your way. What do you make of this announcement? What do you hope it'll eventuate in? It's a tough one, right? Because I think I haven't looked at whenever it comes to investments and stuff, I don't really pay too much attention to those actual announcements, but... Yeah, I, I'd have to think it's some Lego world social media Roblox type thing. Mm. But again, I don't know what that means or really how. I, I guess Epic could help because they made Fortnite, right? And there's no bigger platform. I don't even really get what the metaverse is. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> I think I get it one second and I don't. Like, would you consider Fortnite to be a metaverse? Like, in it, like I would, right? Yeah, I think so. But then you never hear it referred to as that. So, I don't know. Like, I'm sure some people would disagree. But I would think that, like, there is an opportunity for, like, a Fortnite-sized Lego experience to exist. I'm sure they look at something like Minecraft and go, why? Exactly. Or Minecraft. Why isn't this a Lego game? Exactly. Like, you would think either of those things could be a Lego franchise with pulling in absolutely every IP under the sun, which Lego's already done. And that would be huge. Yeah. So I would think it's that, but then watch it just be nothing. What about the PlayStation thing? Like, would you hope to see the return of PlayStation Home or something of that (sighs) desk? Oh, definitely. No. (laughs) How about hotel? Surely on the PlayStation side, it's got to just be like a tech investment for like, that's, I don't know. Does Sony really use Unreal Engine? I don't really understand that investment either. I think they use Unreal 2. Unreal 2, 3, (laughs) 1, or. No, but honestly, like, I don't really understand. I think I read something the other day that they don't have... Like, all their engines are, like, in-house. Like, I don't think yeah, any of their first-party I mean. stuff yeah. uses Unreal. Well, they got so I, I, and I don't like, think uh, Sony's as rich one. as, like, Microsoft. So, why are they just throwing out billions of dollars? I feel there like must Naughty be a reason. might have used Unreal. No, I don't think so. I think they've got their own. Yeah. So, it's a Naughty Dog engine. Really? So, to oh. answer your question, anyway, I, I actually don't know. But if anyone else has an idea of why Sony might be investing a billion dollars, go for it. Because Lego makes sense to me. Sony does not. Like, does Epic need a billion dollars? Like, I don't fully understand I wonder if it coincides with their, like, um, you know, their deal with Bungie and kind of learning more about these kind of games as a service thing. Like, maybe they do want to kind of create a game that is this kind of ever-expanding, involving world where people do just kind of log in for like a social aspect as well as a game maybe they're making club penguin maybe that's what this is all leading towards concrete uh, genie and days gone used unreal so we're uh, just probably getting sequels for that worth yeah. a billion dollars <laughs> Uh, Brody and James, let me ask you then. Uh, I know we've been pretty skeptical of the involvement in NFTs and what they might play in the gaming world. But the other buzzword very much kicking around at the moment, which Shannon obviously mentioned, is this concept of the metaverse. Like, where do you stand on the idea of interacting with each other more virtually? Um, do you think, like, as Shannon said, that a lot of the games we're already playing are examples of metaverses in some ways? I think so. Like, I, th- I think Fortnite's a pretty good example of one 
that you know already exists like it's such a platform for plenty of things that we've already seen like coachella is is coming to Fortnite, which is which is crazy oh, so really yeah I missed that um so yeah i mean i guess it already does exist it's just how in depth they go with it and how personal they make it i guess because i guess Fortnite, you've got that separation of like a you you're you're an avatar like you don't actually you're not represented yourself so i'm just curious to see like how much of our being and blood and sweat they actually want to go into this thing because um mm. yeah look, it's, it's it's interesting to say the least it's uh it's not something i understand at all um james can you help me out <laughs> no <clears throat> i actually can't i don't know either no <laughs> yeah literally like i i it's, I feel like such an yeah, old man. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's like the, yeah. It's like one of the many things that makes me feel really old. So, um, I don't understand. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see why Sony specifically would be doing it. Maybe they have some deal. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's interesting. Like the idea of metaverses, because like every kind of brand at the moment like seems to want to jump in and create a metaverse of their own and i just don't see like people interacting in digital spaces if they're all kind of like so fragmented or kind of tied to any sort of like real um kind of marketing opportunity i guess um it might like be more if like the like the facebook metaverse is just like one singular thing that is the only one interact but people interact with like maybe that'd have more value to it but i i really kind of see video games as like being the kind of core of it like you've got this that you're going to there to these virtual destinations i guess for this experience and kind of interacting with others and having a social experience at the same time like i don't there's maybe there's an understanding out there that like gen Zs and millennials and all and stuff are like socializing via these digital worlds and that might be somewhat true but really they're they're playing a game with their friends and they just happen to be like talking about their weekend at the same time um so yeah i feel like it's kind of a little bit misconstrued but for I've sure just, like i was gonna say, i've just Lego pulled up and- Sony and stuff making their own spaces where people can do that that makes sense to me i guess yeah I was, uh, i've just pulled up the blog post on epic games just to sort of see if it gave more context and there's like a quote from kenoshiro yoshida who's like the mm. chairman and president of ceo oh sorry of sony um and he he says we're also confident that epic's expertise including their powerful game engine combined with sony's technologies will accelerate our various efforts such as the development of new digital fan experiences in sports and our virtual production initiatives so yeah, make of that what you will, but it sounds like it might not necessarily be tied to PlayStation. Or I don't even know what that looks like either. Yeah, maybe it's yeah not necessarily a PlayStation thing. Yeah, so anyway, just an aside. Yeah, all right, interesting. I feel like this one's kind of stumped us a little bit, but no doubt in time we will kind of see <laughs> how it all plays out. Um, but for now, and before we jump into what the wiki, let me ask you a rapid fire question for the day. Brody, you wrote up an interesting article yesterday about a quote unquote cheeky hentai game on the Switch that can be played one handed, which left me wondering what would you be doing with the other hand? Shannon. Padding my sausage dogs. (laughs) Brody. Um, pruning some roses. I think <laughs> James <laughs> masturbating <laughs> Apply- <laughs> the gap applying skincare 
<laughs> Clutching your Leon figurine <laughs> behind you. Chris. Thanks, that, that's Chris. Chris. Oh, there that is a Leon. Matter. There is a Leon. <laughs> that's very informative. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, and with that, let's play an episode of What the Wiki, the Press Start podcast game show where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. Speaking of those points, Brody and James are currently tied on four apiece. Shannon is on two. Myself, Kieran, uh, are tied on one. And Harry and Stephen yet to enter the scoring with nil pois. But as the last week's been, Shannon, you are in the hosting chair today. Let's go. <laughs> how, long, how long until I say the, the game name? He's, yeah. he's, he's promised a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. I have. And I'm going to can't wait. It. Set after the events of the base game, the character is offered a contract by Duchess Anna Henrietta, the ruler of Toussaint. <laughs> Two knights of Toussaint have been murdered in strange circumstances, and the character is tasked with finding and killing the monster responsible. The expansion <laughs> released in 2016 for... PS4, PC, and Xbox One. I don't know what else to read from uh, this. Can you Ewan. get on with it, or what? Ewan? Yeah, go Ewan. Is this The Witcher Blood and Wine? The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Blood and Wine. The Witcher 3 <laughs> <laughs> Blood and it Wine. Is. It is. Yes. Unreal Engine 2. <laughs> well done. I'm glad you got that, because I, I was very worried. All right. The game is a 2014 <laughs> action adventure game released in 2014 for the <laughs> PS3. Why are you like? Did I? I <laughs> you said it was a 2014 game released in 2014. Okay, that might be how just, it's written on Wikipedia, though. Yeah, it's and just making sure you're sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> the gameplay of the game is similar to the basic gameplay of. <laughs> The original. I've, I've chosen a very I'm sorry, hard. I'm trying to hold it back. It's Brody giggling. That's getting me. It's written so badly. <laughs> I know. It is an action adventure game that uses a third person perspective involving gunfights, melee combat, and a cover system. An added feature in combat is the ability to focus the intent- attention of the infected towards human enemies by throwing objects to distract them. Brody. This results. No. Go, Brody. I've- um. The Last of Us Left Behind. It is The Last of Us Left Behind. Ah, well done, done. Brody. I was thinking Ewan was going to clean sweep that, but... I know the theme, I guess. Maybe. (laughs) You never know. I might just decide to swap it up and... (laughs) (laughs) It's 2014 games released in 2014. (laughs) Uh, All right, then... Wait, Are you hacking the Matrix right now? Like, what's happening? I am. I am. <laughs> no, I've, I've decided to swap. He's no, writing the Wikipedia entry out before he... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's just editing Wikipedia as he goes. All right, I'm going to have to jump to this one. Go, cut to an ad, Ewan. This is yeah. crazy. <laughs> the expansion brings the character to the cut, a region on the border of Banuk territory accessible via a mountain Ewan. pass. Yeah, go Ewan. Uh, is this... Horizon Frozen Wilds. Can I get the full title? Horizon Zero Dawn Frozen Wilds. 
Look, I'm going to give it to you. Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wilds. Oh, you wanted, you wanted no, the, well, you, that? You didn't that say you Zero Dawn. And I always get reamed for it. So, but you, you get it. You're getting it. Well done. <laughs> it's over for another week. Wow. I'm getting very disapproving on my games behalf. right now. <laughs> Just a bit confused, but that's okay. That was the worst fucking round. Okay, we played. say that every time I do it. No, so as long that- as I'm topping myself, that's okay. I'm happy with it. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for that point, Shannon. I now equal, cool. come back equal with you on two points. So, yeah, uh, yeah we're back. keeping the competition spicy. Hopefully, we can just keep trading trading points each round and we can catch up with Brody that's and James. It. That's the plan. That we'll that's the plan. On. Yeah, excellent. Just keep the PlayStation games coming. That that serves me well. With that, though, let's bring it into what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast, brought to you by the original live-action series Halo, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. You can subscribe to the show on Listener or the podcast service of your choice follow us at press.au and visit the site at press.com.au we've been joined today by shannon you can follow me at shancake underscore on twitter we've also been joined today by brody thanks you can follow me on twitter at brody underscore dg and gracing us with his presence it was james yeah you can find me on twitter at, at james a-t-j-a-m-z and I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. Bye.